Last week was a crazy week and weather played a role in many games. We'll debrief all of that and get you ready for week nine with a full cash and GPP lineup coming up next. Hello everyone, I'm Michael Kurtzman. And I'm Eric Lee. We are the Fantasy Football Consultants. Michael, week eight was a strange one. Let's get right to it. Let's talk about our cash and GPP lineup. Our cash lineup scored 116 points. You can see Gio Bernard, uh, Keenan Allen, and Tyreek Hill all did great. It was the San Francisco connection of Jimmy Garoppolo and Kittle who absolutely killed us because they both got injured very early in the third quarter. In fact, Nick Mullins, who came in for Garoppolo, 238 yards, two TDs. Man, could we have used those, uh, those statistics. Michael, I mean, you can't predict injuries, but when they happen, uh, it's such a killer when you're doing daily fantasy. Yeah, and I can think of a couple other times when this happened. Deontay Johnson back in like week six. That was, he got injured on like the first drive or something like that. But yeah, as a 49ers fan, I feel the pain is because Jimmy G is now out again for four to six weeks, more likely six, and Kittle's out for the year. For GPP, our lineup was not good enough, scoring only 117 points. Sure, Devontae Adams was outstanding, but Kareem Hunt, you know, he was a disappointment both in our cash and GPP lineup. We thought with the weather that you talked about that Cleveland would rely more on the ground. They did. They ground more on the ground, but they, they didn't score a touchdown. The Browns the entire game. So Hunt was a disappointment. And, you know, I think A.J. Green went, uh, you know, as a magician for Halloween because he yeah, just played a, played a trick on us. Yeah, <laughs> he did a disappearing act. Uh, so um, definitely disappointing. Let's talk about some success stories out there from our viewers. We've been doing this contest every week from the beginning of the season. We have our last set of qualifiers. So congratulations to Rick Williams, Frank Cutlass, and one of my favorite viewers who actually won one of the contests last year, qualified and won, uh, Young Jack 323 is back in it uh, this year. Michael? Uh, congratulations, guys. Uh, really great job to everyone who qualified and everyone who participated. And we look forward to versing you guys head on. Yes, Michael and I will take on the qualifiers. We, you should have already received in your DraftKings account uh, an invite to join our free league. You can practice in week nine, enter a lineup in. I want to be very clear. Week nine is practice, no payout. So if you finish first, you're not getting paid out for week nine, but it just makes sure that you are registered and you're ready to go for week 10. Because in week 10, you know, this is not a lot of people competing. Less than 30 people are going to be competing. If you can finish number one, you win $50. Next week, we'll do it. The week 11, we'll do it all over, over again. And the the first finisher will win $50. If you're listening to this and go, hey, I didn't qualify. What's the deal? How can I get in on the fun? Well, the contest is over for DraftKings, but you can go to our other videos on FanDuel. We're still taking qualifiers for that FanDuel contest. And your odds on FanDuel is even better because we will cap the qualifiers at 
20 uh, people. So there we go. So Michael, as frustrating as those injuries were in week uh, eight, let's get into week nine. I can't wait. You know. All right, guys. So as we enter into the studio, you know, Eric, what position we always like to go first with, and that is running backs. And for our running back number one, we decided to go with Dalvin Cook. I know he's a bit pricey, but he can really pay back his worth in every way. Detroit wakes 32nd in fantasy points against running backs. He averages 23 touches a game, and he is the centerpiece of their offense. Minnesota is a run-oriented team. They're not a pass-oriented team like they were last year. They are now run-oriented. And against Green Bay, at 30 attempts for 163 yards. That's incredible. And against a Detroit defense that is not stymie at any, against anything, I have the confidence in the world that Dalvin Cook will have a good game. Uh, no, can't agree more, Michael. Dalvin Cook is the real deal. Checks all the boxes. Home running back, that's favored. Love his implied total this week. 28 points. He's always going to get a lot of touches, as you mentioned, in a great matchup. I am sold. We got Dalvin Cook in our lineup. The only thing problem with Dalvin Cook is how expensive he is. So I am going to make an effort to save money. So look how long it takes me to scroll down, Michael. Go you get have to – sometimes you have to pay for the best. <laughs> so uh, it's DJ Dallas from my Seattle Seahawks. So I think in dealing with this, I think what would be really uh, – good is to actually click on uh, the Seattle team and see see what is going what's going on because they have been hit with a ton of injuries. So <laughs> look at the alphabet soup among the running backs. That is the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Um, you know, Carlos Hyde's definitely not going to play and Rashard Penny has long been injured. What you need to do is you need to follow the news on Chris Carson and Travis Homer. Um, if Chris Carson is out, you can pretty much be assured that DJ Dallas is going to play a significant role. So it's just something that we got to monitor the news. Right now, we're going to plug him into our lineup. But if Carson is out and Homer is again hobbled, we have a guy who's going to be the featured back, the goal line back, who's going to get uh, included in the passing game against a Buffalo team that does a much better job against the pass than they do against the run. And we see how much activity he got uh, last week, all for $5,000. Love this pick as long as his competition is on the sideline. Uh, yeah, I could not agree more. But going on the opposite direction, on the opposite team, for the wide receivers, uh, for wide receiver number one, we are going to go with Stefan Diggs for $7,400. Stefan Diggs is by far and away one of the best receivers in football right now. Paired with Josh Allen is just a really great combo. He's averaging 10 targets a game with seven catches. That alone is seven points right there. Seattle ranks 32nd against wide receivers. They can stop the run pretty decently well, but their passing, but their passing defense is so terrible. This game is going to be a shootout with two high-powered offenses going at it against 
some not the best defenses, especially on Seattle's end. Yeah, I, that was nice of you to respect my Seahawks and say not the best pass defense. You're very kind. Dead last. Dead last we are. Why? We don't put pressure on the quarterback and uh, we don't do a good job covering guys. Other than that, our pass defense is pretty good. I mean, Before you can decide to pick him, I'm picking Deontay Johnson. Um, again, on. I want you to notice the trend. Once again, I'm scrolling way down. It is not often that you can get a guy who at times has proven he's the number one wide receiver on an offense that's playing the worst defense in all of football. That's not just hyperbole. The <laughs> Dallas Cowboys has given up, have given up more points per game than anyone. That's more than Jacksonville. That's more than the New York Jets. I mean, it's, it's uh, pretty amazing. The issue with Johnson has always been, can the guy freaking stay healthy? Uh, he, he, it's like he's gotten hurt at one point or another in all the games, right? So um, let's hope that maybe he was a little hobbled last week. Very disappointing performance. But you see in the other three games, three of the four games in which he actually completed the game and played, look, 15 targets, 13 targets, 10 targets. For $5,000 in a terrific matchup, he's an absolute steal. All right. And for wide receiver three, we're going to go with Marvin Jones Jr. Kenny Galladay will likely be out, meaning that Marvin Jones Jr. is next in line. He is the next best receiver on a Detroit team that has Matthew Stafford and not that great of a run game. Trust me, I'm a, my, my mom's a Lions fan. I know. When you have a wide receiver that is Matthew Stafford's now favorite target, you're guaranteed to get a lot of targets. With Galladay injured over the past two games, he has averaged seven. Well, the first game Galladay was kind of a little hobbled. Um, he averaged seven targets a game with four catches. Yeah, just a terrible pass uh, defense that uh, the, the Vikings. So let's move to tight end. Tight end is going to be Hayden Hurst. I really, um, I, you know, we're over halfway through the season. So when we have guys that change teams in the offseason, we now have a pretty good idea what role that uh, they are playing. And, you know, I thought that he would play a significant role given uh, the big role that tight ends normally play in this offense. But proof is positive, he has. And once again, he's in a pretty good matchup. He's a home favorite tight end uh, with an implied total of 26 and a half. And I love the most important thing with the tight end is you want to see consistent targets. And that is what Hayden Hurst has provided you. And it has, it has only been more so as the, as the season goes along, as he develops a rapport with Matt Ryan. Michael, what are we going to do at Flex? Well, I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds. Kenyon Drake will be out for this game, and that means that Chase Edmonds takes down as the goal line back, the receiving back, the every down back. He will basically be on the field about 95% of the downs. Miami is 21st against the rush and 25th against the pass. 
And last game when they played the Seahawks, he had seven targets for seven receptions. For a running back, that's incredible. You could not ask for a better receiving day than that and to cope with 87 yards. I have no doubt now that um, Kenyon Drake is out, the Chase Edmonds rushing attempts will go up since there is no one else to have to give him competition. And for $6,800, I feel that Chase Edmonds versus Miami is a very good pick. Yeah, I, I really like the fact that the Arizona Cardinals are coming off a bye. So they've had plenty of time to make sure he's fully woven into the offense as the new starting running back. They host a Miami team that has to cross the country. I think Arizona is going to do well. I love the fact that Chase Edmonds, even with Kenyon Drake, is heavily involved in the passing game. And we're on DraftKings with a full PPR. So love the pick. Yeah. And not how about quarterback? That. We can see that. Well, I don't want to name names, but.